0: Hello and welcome to the County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Marty Thompson of the Fairfax County Health Department about what the health department does to keep pools safe in the community, as well as offering some safety tips for pool goers. We are in the middle of summer and the swimming season, so a, a timely topic. And Marty, thanks for uh, being with us on the uh, county conversation today.
1: Sure, Jim. Thanks for having me.
0: As as you know, and our regular listeners know, it's more than just about the topic that we're going to talk about. I'm going to talk a little bit about you right. first. So put you on the spot. Um, have you always been with the health department? Did you start out anywhere else with your career in the county government, or?
1: Well, I've been with the health department for over 20 years. Oh, wow. Um when I graduated college and with a degree in environmental health, I uh, wanted to get out and and um and, and work with people and and, and protect public health. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I initially got into um environmental consulting and okay. um but uh, finally had an opportunity to, to get into Fairfax County in the health
0: department and um, been doing it ever been since. there ever since. Okay, and I asked you before, and I wrote this down. Make sure I got it right. You're the environmental health supervisor with the division of environmental health That's within correct. the Fairfax County Health Department. Yes, yes, <laughs> okay. so we're, we're one of the,
1: <laughs> the divisions. Health department is a very large agency. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, but we focus in environmental health. We focus on prevention. That's our role. Hmm. Um, um, we, we look at things and we try to prevent health issues
0: okay environmental health I mean talk to me i, I don 't really understand mm-hmm. that i 'm assuming that 's the health of i mean I could interpret it as health of the environment mm-hmm. health of what 's around me it is
1: it's um, it, it's it 's the health of, of what what's your surroundings, your workplace um, mm. um, you know we, swimming pools is one um, anywhere where people congregate, um, what we can do to pr- protect their health uh, from from various uh, diseases and and, and things. Interesting.
0: uh, Okay. Well, we're specifically talking about pools and pool safety and what the health department does Mm -hmm. to to keep the pool safe, safe, which do you find a lot of folks in the county don't realize that the health department is involved with pools or, or is it fairly well known?
1: Well, we, we manage, we issue permits for all the public pools. So okay. these are the pools that are at, you know, motels and hotels, um, um, uh, the community centers, mm-hmm. um, community pools, uh, and things like that. We don't regulate the residential swimming pools. Gotcha. So, uh, but I think most people do realize that, uh, you know, that the, the, the health department is involved. Um, we come in there and, and people looks, are looking at us and right. they ask us questions. So, uh um, I think most people realize okay. we're out there.
0: Somebody's. Out there. At least they understand somebody's probably involved. Right. I, mean, uh, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but um, what's the ballpark number of public pools that, that the health department is involved in working with? Do you know that?
1: Yeah, we have just about exactly 1,200 swimming wow. pools that we permit. So, and those are all different bodies of water. They could be you know, large recreation pools, uh, there were the wading pools, there were the spas. Uh, so, uh, and even these, uh, these interactive water features, if you go out and see, like in Fairfax Corner, where the kids are out there and the water is spraying up. Really? And they're jumping around. All that is, that water is circulated and filtered and disinfected, and they're permitted.
0: Interesting. I had no idea there was that many. Yeah. Is it uh, like a seasonal type of thing? Since the pools are probably closed or in the winter and that type of thing, so there's a concentrated time for you and your staff to be out doing stuff. With it the is.
1: Um, the majority of the pools are seasonal. That's when our when our season really kicks in. Uh, most of the pools are outdoor pools, mm. so they're open from uh, you know during the during the summer season. So mm. that's when we really get busy. Um, we still have all our other duties. We have to have to uh, right. manage. Um, so we actually, it's all hands on deck in, in environmental health. Everybody in our department is gets a pool load, a caseload, and, mm-hmm. and and can go out and do it. So um, and uh, even all the way up to our director, we are, we're all out there inspecting wow. pools and and that. So uh, it's it's quite a quite a busy period for us.
0: Let me let me do two scenarios if we can. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm listening and I want. A pool next summer so I to I want to kind of go through the steps of how you would start with a, a new pool mm-hmm. and is that different than from an existing pool are there certain things that that you're talking about construction of a pool or... yeah would they would the health department be involved when somebody is starting a pool mm-hmm. to maybe get advice on what they need to do with that that type of thing yeah as, it, as opposed to an existing pool
1: absolutely um, you know a community pool if it's gonna be a public pool um, they're gonna have to get permits through through the county um Department of Public Works. Um so all the electrical and, and, and structural stuff will be inspected mm-hmm. you know by it to make sure it meets the, 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 construction the building standards code. right. Um but we also get involved, we review the plans and, and we're looking at the environmental health part of it. We're okay. looking at the safety, we're looking at uh, you know, our code to make sure all our safety um items are in place to make and, sure that the equipment's and, and safe.
0: what are some of those kind of things? Is it like this piece of equipment is a certain distance for some from something, or the it, materials used. Fencing
1: can be di- height, and you know to make huh. sure the fences are a proper height. Make sure there's proper uh, safety markings. I hmm. mean, um, we, we, we require a bathhouse. You must enter through the bathhouse to get into the pool. We oh, want to make okay. sure people are going through, having the opportunity to take a shower, and and then go to the pool. Gotcha. So there's various different things, but yeah, it's it, it's all from construction and and how the pool is it, how how the pool is constructed.
0: Right. So, so I build my pool this summer, next summer I've got it. Then mm-hmm. every, you know, it's and it's a community pool, not a mm-hmm. residential pool. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so then every year the health department comes in, once, twice throughout the summer, kind of kind of walk me through that process. What what does the health department do with a pool? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, once you get the pool constructed and and it's approved, um, you know we'll do a preliminary inspection to make sure it, it meets all the codes. And, and then we will, you know, if it's a seasonal pool, we're going to come in there at least twice during the season um, to make sure that it's not only the construction is maintained in proper order mm. and, and safe, um, but that the pool is operated. And, and that's very important. We want to get there when there's people there, okay. when there's an operator there, when, when everything's working and running to make sure that all the safety um, uh, controls are in place and that, uh, that the pool is being operated in a safe and healthy manner
0: and 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 what are they I mean is that like do you go in and check the water to make sure that all the the stuff is correct or you're are you checking the equipment to make sure that it's filtering properly I mean kind of what are some of the things that you're doing yeah
1: I mean that's one of the things we do um, there's really three main things we look at when we go okay. and we do these pool inspections uh, the first thing is we're looking at documentation we want to make sure hmm. that the lifeguards are certified and properly okay. trained um, we want to make sure that the person who's responsible for the for the pool operation is properly trained and has proper certifications, making sure that they're taking their readings because, uh, you know, they have to every two hours check the pool water for okay. quality and make okay. sure they're documenting it, making sure they know what they're doing. So you know, documentation is, is very important because we can't be there 24 right, hours right. a day. So it's 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 upon the operator to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and documentation is part of that proof. Right. Um, so we look at the documentation, um, then we do, we actually take a water sample. We, ha- mm. we all have carry our little blue kits around with us, right, and right. Uh, so we, we take a sample of the water and, and we're making sure that the chlorine, the, the disinfectant levels are at the proper range so that they can kill any pathogens that could, could grow in, in the water and make mm. sure the pH is, is proper so that the, the disinfection is working at right. its as, as highest. So um, we'll do that. We take samples and, um, and then we go around and we look at the equipment. We make sure all the, sa- the equipment is, is safe. We make sure there's not any loose railings. You know, the, the diving boards are secure. Right. The fencing is good. We're, wow. we're looking to make sure, that no, you know, to try to prevent an accident right. from happening. Okay. And uh, we'll go in the pump room and we look at all that mechanical wow. equipment and making sure that, uh, um, that all that is operating the way it's supposed to. Okay. And
0: I think you said 1,200 pools in the county that you're involved with yes. at least a couple of times a year that you're visiting that that's a lot of time involved uh,
1: it really is i mean we we want to get to the pools early in the season so our goal is get at that out that first month and so uh we really we, we actually we flood the pools with inspectors <laughs> that first month <laughs>
0: flood the pool good <laughs> i like that um the, that's the the health department's role in pool safety yes. kind of kind of doing that but there's also a, a public role. I mean, when people go to a swimming pool, they need to take some responsibility themselves for for safety. Can Absolutely, you, can you touch like I
1: like, like I said, um, we can't be there 24 hours a day and, and watch these pools. So, um, the public does have a responsibility to make sure that they that they're safe in the swimming pools. And uh, you know, unfortunately, every year we hear these tragic stories of of, of you know drownings of of juveniles and, and our youth. And uh, you know, these things can be prevented. So um, you know, there are certain things that people can do to mm-hmm. protect themselves and their families.
0: We're talking with Marty Thompson of the Fairfax County Health Department with the Division of Environmental Health about uh, keeping pools safe in Fairfax County. And if you could kind of expand a little bit further about what, what residents can do just uh, to, to say, stay safe in the pool. Absolutely.
1: Uh, as far as safety, um, you know, most of these tragic incidents are with young children so mm-hmm. I can't stress enough to make sure to take your children and, and teach them to swim. Mm-hmm. You know, take advantage of, the, of the, all the opportunities we have with, with community pools, um, the, the uh, parks and rec centers, um, all those places where, where they have have classes. Teach your children to, to swim. The more comfortable they are in, in the pool uh, many of these ac- accidents can be avoided um, if, if a child is is comfortable in the water. Mm. Um, so the other things are, um, um, you know, make sure that uh, you watch your children at all times. You yeah, know, there are we do require lifeguards in in our pools, um, but they're not babysitters. They're not watching every child. They can't. They're they're kind of focused on the pool. So. Um, always keep an eye on your children especially your young children
0: well and i think that's kind of a misconception that a lot of parents have you know is go to the pool okay they got lifeguards i'm i'll go lay over here in the corner and get my son yeah not pay
1: attention yeah it's very dangerous so um keep an eye on those children it's it's so important and uh and the third third thing is um you know you know children that need some help flotation devices Make sure that the, that those devices are Coast Guard approved. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these things with these little water wings, mm-hmm. they blow up and mm-hmm. slide on mm-hmm. their on their arms. Um, they, they're just not very um, very good at, at um, you know, keeping the head above water right. on that. So make sure they're they're properly Coast Guard approved safety
0: devices. Maybe give a parent and or the child a false sense of security or for safety or they whatever. Absolutely, yeah. yes. and you know, same with the lifeguards. Yeah. That, that false sense of security is what
1: lulls people to sleep and and, and not paying attention.
0: Is there something that residents, the public can do uh, regarding all the inspections and the safety of the pool itself with the equipment and the water levels and all that, or is is this data available? Is there questions they should be asking their pool operator, that type of thing?
1: yeah, the, the sure is, um, you know, when you go to a pool, if you if you if you're there and you smell a real strong odor of chlorine and where uh, the pool is cloudy, there's something wrong. Huh. You know, a pool should not have a, a real chlorine smell, especially an outdoor pool. Wow, okay. So um, you can you can ask your operator, ask the lifeguard. Uh, you know, there, there should be you know somebody there that that can answer those questions. You know, what is the water, what is the, the right. disinfectant level? Right. Um, we require a posting board at every pool. So there is a board up on the up on the wall or up on the fence, and every time they take a reading, they should be marking that level down. So, uh, you know, to verify that they are taking the readings and that they are within in the range. So you can ask your pool operator, you know, you know what these are, and and if if they can't answer the question, if uh, if you don't feel comfortable, you can always give us a call, right? And, and
0: right. Can help out with that. So if I'm looking at that board, I'm, you know, I stayed at that that hotel, but I'm not, you know, what is that joke? You know, I'm not an environmental health specialist, mm. but I stayed at that hotel. But anyway, sorry, <laughs> bad joke. Um, what does that number mean to me that I don't know anything? Does does this board have? A range, and if this number is in that range, or are they just putting numbers there that don't mean anything to me?
1: Well, unfortunately, you know, it it could, it, it, you know, there isn't a range on those boards, so you would almost have to know what the minimum and maximums are. Okay. But that's why you could ask that that operator. But um, generally, uh, you know, chlorine levels one part per million to ten parts per million, anywhere in that range is is what we're looking for, and and a neutral pH, um, you know, anywhere from seven point two to seven point eight pH, which which um, is, is neutral mm-hmm. is um, is what what we're what we're really targeting.
0: Okay. Another question, uh, kind of going back to the earlier part when you were talking about you know looking at the fencing, looking at the equipment, checking the water levels, and all this. Um, two parts of this question: What happens when you're done with your inspection? Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. But then the second part, what happens when you're inspection and there's things that are not right, what happens then? So mm-hmm. take the easy part. Everything's okay, what happens then?
1: Everything's okay. Um we give the uh, operator his his report and um
0: we on to your next pool. We <laughs> off, off to the next
1: one. Yeah, we file it away and we we re- reschedule another appointment so that we can get back out there in, a, in another, you know, a timely manner. Right. Um, the ones that we do have some issues with, um we try to we work with the operators and and work with the owners of the pool. To make sure that um they can get these things corrected Mm. you know we we write those down on on our report and we give them a time frame of when these things need to be fixed so um, if it's not a critical violation something that we can work with um you know we'll give them you know five 10 days right. to, to get these things fixed. Some items can't be fixed during the pool season because they need to drain the pool. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll work with them to get it fixed in the off-season so that when they start up next year, mm. you know, maybe the pool shell needs some work, you know, it's cracked gotcha. Or, gotcha. or that. So, uh, but, um, but if we go there and there's, there's no disinfecting the pool, uh, there's an obvious safety hazard um, we have the authority to close the pool, and wow, okay. unfortunately, sometimes we have to be the bad guys. And right. you know, the kids have to get out of the pool, and we're we're not uh, very popular in right. these cases. But uh, but we are, you know, trying to protect their health. Right. And,
0: but I'm and, a, But I'm assuming that's uh, not a very common
1: occurrence. It's not not very common. I mean, we. But it we, has happened. It, it does happen. Um, you know, you know, I get those. You know, a couple times a week, I get a, a call, and you know, I'm. You know, I was in a pool today, they didn't have their disinfection level. Um, But many times the disinfection, you know, they can fix the equipment, you know, close the pool 30 minutes, get the level back up, and people can get back in. So So, it's not a long-term closure. Okay, so um, So
0: it it could be an hour, two hours, three hours, it's not having to close a pool for weeks or something like that Right, right, yes.
1: It's it's usually short-term until they can get everything back to to the proper level.
0: Okay, but folks need to remember that you're there, to help the residents to make sure that the pool is safe to swim in.
1: Absolutely. The disinfection levels are very important. Um, you know, there are many pathogens, you know, germs love, they grow in water, they love water. Hmm. And if the water's not disinfected properly, um, these germs can, can grow and uh, children drink the water, unfortunately. And, uh, um, you know, if somebody's sick and ill and there's a fecal accident in the pool, it's going to spread, and, and then there could be a lot of people at risk. Mm. So if the disinfections aren't right, um, yeah, you know, if, if an accident so. happens, people can get really ill.
0: A question I don't know. Is there a difference between just an outdoor pool versus an indoor pool or a heated pool? Does the the water temperature make a difference?
1: Not really. Um, now, a uh, spa is a little different because those are heated to a high level. Yeah. You know, they're 100, 102 degrees. So, uh, um, you know, there, you might have to have a different type of disinfectant that mm. that isn't affected by the heat, um, and and you can. There are also some illnesses that are associated with the high heat too. Different, okay. like you may have heard of bromine itch or something like huh. that, where uh, um, you know you get a skin rash from from the from, from the higher heat. Right. But uh, um, there's not much difference okay. from the indoor and the outdoor pool, other than maybe ventilation. Some of the indoor pools we do have problems; oh, and they don't have proper ventilation, yeah. and that's where you'll smell that chlorine. Yeah, um, where, where the chlorine builds up and people start to right. uh, irritate
0: their yeah. their lungs. You mentioned early on the like the bathhouse being the 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 entry exit point. Is it is it good practice to to shower before you go in the pool and shower when you leave the pool?
1: Absolutely. Um, when you don't shower when you're entering the pool, you're adding a, a you know a, a load to that pool. You're you're making the pool dirtier, um, and that puts a, a, a strain on the mm-hmm. disinfectant levels. So mm-hmm. if you can wash your you know clean your body off with, with soap and water, um, you know that's going to allow that chlorine to be more efficient, more effective, and, um, and it's, it's going to make it safe for everyone. Right,
0: right. And then just I assume just washing that chlorine off and that stuff when you leave is just helps. Maybe maybe just with the chlorine smell, if well, nothing else. <laughs> absolutely, the, the
1: chlorine smell. But if, if there is something that was in the water, and you know, it, you know, once you, you you take a shower, you're going to clean that off. You're not going to bring it home with mm-hmm, you. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, many people are susceptible to chlorine, uh, have chlorine Ooh, allergies. So it, it's good to get it off.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a, 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 a I'll go with the pool analogy a deep topic here that we're talking about <laughs> uh, a lot of technical stuff, a lot of questions that folks may have, are there resources online on the health department webpage or is there a telephone number for your office that uh, public pool operators can call or residents can, can go to for more information
1: Absolutely, we have a, we have a webpage on, on the health department website that is specific to pools um, it, it is uh, www.pool.com FairfaxCounty.gov/HD. Um, you go on that web page. Um, we have a lot of information on what you can do to protect yourself, and um, and also for operators and everybody to come in and to look at that web page and, and make sure that they all the all the requirements are on right. for compliance. Right.
0: Okay. And a telephone number.
1: And our telephone number. Uh, if you have any questions or, or anything, it's uh, 703-246-2201. And um, they'll patch you into somebody that can answer your questions. All
0: right. And if folks are at their local public pool and they have maybe questions, I think you said it earlier that maybe don't feel like they get a satisfactory answer from their pool operator or whatever, they could call that number as well.
1: Absolutely, they can call that number, and we can we can check into the pool, make sure you know it's it's been inspected properly, and. Uh, um, we can answer any questions they have about mm. the pool safety. Okay.
0: So, again, that's 703-246-2201 or fairfaxcounty.gov slash hd for health department. Last minute or so of time we've got with uh, Marty Thompson from the Fairfax County Health Department. Um, kind of the open mic for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have I not asked you? What else do you think folks need to know about uh, the health department's role in uh, pool safety and keeping our residents safe during mm-hmm. the, the summer swimming season.
1: Well, uh, you know, just reiterating, reiterating what I said earlier is, uh, you know, pool safety is everybody's responsibility. So, um, um, you know, we're out there looking at these pools and making sure everything's safe, but, uh, um, you know, teach those children to swim, get mm-hmm. them out there, make them comfortable in water many of the accidents occur and a child gets knocked in and can't swim and then they panic so uh... it's so important to make sure you teach your children to swim keep an eye on those children and uh... and then let's keep our water safe and healthy you know take those showers before you get in the in, in the water if you're sick you have any illness don't swim refrain from swimming in those situations so that we're not spreading disease right. in these in these pool right. environments
0: okay good info good info marty thompson fairfax county health department he's the environmental health supervisor with the division of environmental health he's been with us on the county conversation today good info marty and thanks again for for being with us thank you jim uh for more fairfax county news and events we encourage you to go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news or you can call 703 fairfax that's 703 days between 8 a.m. and 4 30 p.m. I want to thank you for joining us on the County Conversation produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.